Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buke GMC talk line. If you want to call into this radio show, which is entitled Political Coffee. Blue politics with your coffee this morning. That's what we talk about because it's all important because, frankly, it's everything to you. Folks, uh, absolute horrendous um, murder in Maine. Active shooter. Killed 22 people, wounded a bunch of others. They've got his name identified. His name is Robert Card. The question is, why? Want to talk a little bit about that today. Also want to talk about the election of a magnificently orchestrated by the Lord God Almighty, the election of a new Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. And it was. As critical as I've been of Matt Gates, I'd like Matt Gates, like his firebrand kind of politics. I'm telling you, folks, um, there was no plan moving forward as to how we were going to navigate the vacating of Kevin McCarthy. And a lot of stories out there about Kevin McCarthy working behind the scenes to kneecap Steve Scalise and other people and his team. It's on the Liberty Daily. It's on the Gateway Pundit. Because Matt Gates did an interview. If you listen to War Room with Stephen K. Bannon, and you can do that uh, on the app, Real America's Voice, because that's how I listen to it, or on TV. So I listen to it on my phone when I'm around the farm, two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon. Comes on right after the show's over with. If you listen to him, he had Matt Gates on, and this is where Matt Gates talked about Kevin McCarthy and his team were literally working behind the scenes to screw over. It's the only way you can call it. Screw over all of the Republican candidates so that he could come back in and be the savior of them all. Tells you the character of the man. Matt Gates was right for deposing him. It just should have been done differently. My humble opinion. Oregon right to life, and I thanks uh, to a state employee who should never be named. Um, Oregon right to life. <laughs> There's my old buddy, Corey Lewandowski on stage with Trump in uh, New Hampshire, where Corey was a state cop. He was also state director. He's on with uh, Real America's Voice, their morning show right now. He was a state cop. He was also uh, state director of Americans for Prosperity up there when I was state director of Americans Pro for Prosperity here in Oregon. Anyway, um. Oregon Right to Life set out their uh, September-November 2023 publication in reviewing the legislative session for 2023, talking about how House Bill 2002, you know, this is the one that 
allowed 10-year-olds to get abortions without parental consent. It said it was a substantially amended and that it was a significant win. This state employee writes this. This is misinformation, but it is something worse. By misstating the facts and sugarcoating the true outcome of this horrific and life-destroying bill, Oregon Right to Life ended up endorsing abortion, the removal of parental rights, and the advancement of the transgender movement in Oregon. Your thoughts? Who on the left got to Oregon Right to Life? Well, let me just cover that up front. I don't think anybody on the left got to Oregon right to life. I think what this is, is all about protecting Tim Canope. That's what, that's what I believe. Tim Canope has a long history with Oregon right to life. Oregon right to life is a great organization, but they've done something really bad here. And, and these were not my words, by the way, this was a state employee. This is a state employee who has actually read the amended, enrolled, which is now law, House Bill 2002. It still allows transgenderism. It still allows abortion without parental consent. How does it do that? Oh, you just need two doctors to agree that, well, it's not in the child's best interest to let the parents know. An Oregon right to life says this is a win Now, yes, by misstating the facts, I mean it, and sugarcoating the true outcome of this bill, it does appear Oregon Right to Life ended up endorsing abortion, the removal of parental rights, and the advancement of the transgender movement in Oregon, according to this state employee. They did, nobody from the left got to Oregon Right to Life. This is all about protecting Tim Canope, who's up for re-election in a big-time Democrat district now. It's wrong. Tim Canope was wrong for the way he went around this, about it. You know, you've heard me wax crazy about this. My, uh, my absolute discussed, as you know, with how Tim Canope, as the quote-unquote leader of the Republicans in the Senate, decided that the message that was going to really sell out there was really going to move people, you know, those swing voters going to move them to the Republican side, the message that they were going to put out there and talk about was, well, you know, we're walking out because the Democrats won't write bills in plain language. Versus you're allowing 10-year-olds to get abort. This bill, these Democrats want 10-year-olds to get abortions without your rights, without your knowledge and consent, parents. What do you think about that? Now, those two messages are vastly different. And you don't have to take my word for it, folks. All you have to do is just think about it logically or recall any conversation you had with anybody about this. When you talk the shock value of this issue of parent, the loss of parental rights was to say up front, did you know the Democrats are about to pass a bill 
that allows 10-year-olds to get abortions without parental consent. Did you know that? Versus, hey, did you know that Republicans have walked out to stop a bill that isn't written in language that you can understand? Which do you think has greater impact? Well, I can tell you anecdotally in talking to a lot of people, including my own church and my own pastor, they had no clue that this bill did that. Now, why weren't Republicans shouting it from the mountaintops? Why wasn't Oregon Right to Life shouting it from the mountaintops? Why weren't they taking all of that money that they have set aside to help candidates, loser candidates like Tim Canope, because he's going to lose, folks. Why didn't they take some of that money and get out there and spend a bunch of advertising dollars waking people up? Didn't. Oregon right to life, sadly, I think has Stockholm syndrome. I'm going to say that right up front. So you identify with your captors, right? They've been captured by trying to play defense in Oregon. And they simply could not see the simple and effective way to make a difference here. And I'm not talking about just on this bill. Folks, I'm talking about something deeper than that. It is the opportunity. This was the lost opportunity to move people on the margins, those swing voters that determine who runs the legislature, determines governorships in this state, those people on the margins, moving them permanently our way over the, this issue of the loss of parental rights. They missed that opportunity. For some reason, they didn't think, apparently, that that message was going to be effective. It's idiotic. Now, I can, I can talk about other stories about it, but I'm, I'm simply not going to, folks. This, the next time Oregon Right to Life asks you for money, maybe you ought to remind them how they are not being genuine and they're misstating the facts. House Bill 2002 was not substantially amended. Yeah, they took out the language, but they still left the big loophole. Don't take my word for it. Listen to people like State Representative Ed Deal, who said as much, who walked out of the legislature because of it. Shame on you, Oregon right to life. Shame on you. I'm sorry. They're good people, but somehow their leadership has gotten way off base here. Now, let me talk uh, just briefly before we get into uh, the 20 after break. Yesterday, a magnificent, honorable man was elected the Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. And I mean he was. A constitutional lawyer, a man who champions his Christian faith above all things, who actually knelt on the floor of the House of Representatives with a group of other congressmen to pray, 
That guy won the House Speaker. It was never his intention to run for House Speaker. Never. He's not like Kevin McCarthy or Steve Scalise or even Jim Jordan that have made it their goal to be Speaker. Third in line with the presidency in America. It was never his goal. His goal was to humbly serve the people. He's a lawyer. He is has argued in front of the Supreme Court. But more importantly, you know, I'm going to put the link up. His you on YouTube last night. There was the video of his actual um, speech after he was elected speaker in front of the entire House of Representatives, Republican and Democrats. It was magnificent. It really was. It was humble. It was honest and genuine. It came across genuine. It was the right thing. He is the right man. Now, is he going to be perfect? No. Are there going to be times that we're going to disagree with decisions he has to make as Speaker of the House? Yes. But here's a man who's humble, whose motivations, and you hear me talk about motivations a lot, his motivations are right. They are in serving people. And if you listen to his speech, that's what will come across to you. That's what will remain in your heart and your mind. It's a good thing. And it's needed in America. And it's needed in Oregon. Back in a moment at 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 23 minutes past the top of the hour. Doug writes a great email. By the way, you want to send me an email? It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Anne-Marie writes about the new speaker, genuine Humble, Mike Johnson is a gift to the house. Jesus, please surround him with your presence and your protection. Yes, those of you who believe in prayer, I urge you to pray for this man for great wisdom. Yes, he is genuine. He is humble. Doug's email is a good one. Some county and state lawmakers are getting better informed And that's where we win the battle, folks, is at the county and the city level. And yes, state lawmakers, but as we've seen in this last legislative session, they can can still be sellouts as they were. Anyway, Doug says, this is a template for getting in front of county commissions and health departments to provide expert testimony slash witnesses and information about the deadly experimental biological injections masquerading as vaccines. Thought I would share this with you to post or talk about for anyone who'd like to take on this fight in their counties. Uh, and it's a story by, um, it's a substack by Bailey Wick News uh, by a person by the name of Catherine Watt. 
Some county and state lawmakers, is, is the title, are starting to get better informed and more concerned. This is an excellent, uh, it's a, and it leads you to We the People 50 is one of these organizations around the state, try, around the, the country rather, trying to get people to wake up to COVID-19 vaccines and mRNA platform technologies. Um, and this group, We the People 50, Laura DeMare was the organizer, and she got to talk to the Washington County, Idaho Board of Commissioners, got on their agenda. And then there's a sample of her testimony, and, and there's a bit shoot video and, and so forth. Folks, this is one of the ways that you have to stand up for your freedom. This is just one of many. And if you don't, you're going to lose it. Because well-meaning people do dumb things. Well-meaning elected politicians make bad decisions. And you know, it's often because we the people didn't get to them and wake them up. Nancy writes an email to me. By the way, you want to call and comment, it's 503-589-1220. What do you think of the new U.S. Speaker of the House? Did you listen to anything about him? Do you know anything about him? I knew nothing about the guy until like a day ago, okay? <laughs> and I like what I see a lot. What do you think? And by virtue of the fact that the left is going nuts over this guy is perfect. And in fact, the left masquerading as the Lincoln Project, so-called Republicans <clears throat> who hate Trump, who hate freedom, Call him not only an election denier, but an insurrectionist. He's going to be an awesome speaker of the house. They'll keep attacking him. Anyway, Nancy writes this. Good to hear you got your hackles up. Don't be sorry about coming down on right to life nuts. They should have read the whole bill before publicly approving. Well, they didn't approve it. They still opposed it. Okay, let, let's just say that. She continues, they've actually helped the godless idiots. Well, sadly, I think you're right there. She continues, with all the crud going on daily, seems all these bad things just bounce off us anymore. At least we have you there to clear the way the fog and help us see more clearly. I hope that is one of the things that I do. Truly. All right, um, we have, um, I, I need to let you know this uh, before we go to the break. Uh, we have a change in our honky-tonk schedule. And it is in part because of, you know, Halloween being on the next, because we meet every other week in partly because of that and also because the honky tonk has been sold and the new owners have actually changed the schedule sort of for us. So, um, we're going to have to make adjustments there. So I just want you to stand by. I'm going to get at it. Also, I want you to stand by. Did you notice how cold it was yesterday? I was out in that stuff. 
chilled to the bone. In the rain and the cold, the wind. It's going to get cold at night because we're going to have some clear days here, cold nights. You're not warm at home because your heating system is not keeping up. Fix it. Do it now. Don't procrastinate. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out and they'll fix it right away. 503-580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Don't suffer needlessly, seriously. Call them. Get your system operating better. Or maybe you just need to have it checked out and get a little tune-up. Because what you don't want is it to fail when we're down in the teens. And it's coming, folks. Freedomeatingandair.net, 503-580-1456. All right, bottom of the hour. There's a massive manhunt underway on this guy who has murdered 22 people. Separate chewing in Lewis, Maine. Apparently, he's a certified firearms instructor with mental health issues. Pick soft targets. Why you carry a gun, folks, and don't let anybody take away right to carry a gun and defend yourself back the moment at 6 30. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 23 minutes before the top of the hour. Welcome back to Political Coffee. We're talking about did you watch or hear or know anything about Mike Johnson, who's the US, new U.S. House Speaker? A very humble Christian lawyer from Louisiana. You know anything about him? Did you catch his speech? It was profoundly awesome because it was not only humble, but it was genuine. And it was humble. And he reached out to Hakeem Jeffries immediately at the beginning of the speech. Now, they're going to go after him. They're going to continue to go after him. And the rhinos are going to go after him. He's going to hold firm, folks. We're not always going to like everything he does because he has to manage a caucus. I want to thank Lori Chavez de Reamer publicly for voting in favor of him. I urged her to do that I, because she accused me of only giving her one-word answers. <laughs> um, you know, because I'm trying not to be a, a bother to her by constantly texting her, I wrote her a couple of nice long texts about the future. And, and I'm going to address that in a moment. Um, anyway, we're, we're talking about that. We're also talking about, um, I don't know if you guys saw this story, but it's an InfoWars story. Apparently, the Oregon Department of Education has now officially decided that proficiency in reading, writing, and math are no longer necessary in order to graduate. 
This is a story from yesterday. Have you seen this anywhere? They've decided because minority children are not testing well, therefore the current standards are too high and they're discriminatory. The libs of TikTok, Twitter, said the Oregon Department of Education is racist. And they have a Coin6 news story about this. The Daily Mail reported that they voted to suspend the need to prove standards in core skills. They're going to suspend it for another five years, folks. Now, what do you think is going to happen here with, you know, I mean, they put them on hold during the pandemic. Now they decided to extend them another five years. Eight million illegals have poured across the border. Not all of them Hispanic by any stretch. They're from something like 150 nations. Have come across our southern border illegally. A bunch of them are in Oregon. What do you want to bet? These standards are permanently removed. If that's so, take your kids out of public school, folks. It's another reason for you to sign the um, petition for school choice. Uh, Let's see. Nancy writes, what kind of a gun was this? Uh, A white nut with what looks like a war gun. Not sure it's politically correct, but it's an AR-15. It's not a war gun. I can do as much damage with an extended, in fact, I can do more damage with a semi, because all AR-15s are semi-automatics, folks. I can do more damage with a deer hunting rifle with an extended magazine than you can an AR-15, but it doesn't matter. They want to ban all the guns. He said, she says, bet we hear from Biden again today about blaming guns instead of the person for this mayhem. Of course. What else would you expect? Um, before I go to Curtis, friends, my pillow has got some incredible deals on stuff you're going to buy anyway for your home to make your life better, like sleeping on an incredible pillow that's going to give you a better night's rest. Tell you, friends, I've been sleeping on my pillow for 13 plus years now. My buddy, who's an Oregon former Oregon State football player, bought a my pillow about three or four months ago. He has never slept better, he said, because of the my pillow. If you don't always sleep well, maybe you ought to buy one, and you get them at 50 percent discounts. King and queen size models, plus a whole lot of other great things like bed sheets, like slippers, bathrobes, pillow toppers. Kids throw blankets for their beds that have Bible stories on them, pictures and so forth. What a great gift for your younger grandchildren. Maybe you ought to think about that. Pillow quilts, gossamer blankets, I mean, all incredible bath towels. All of this is on sale. Dramatically reduced in prices direct from my pillow. And you support election integrity when you do that. You support this radio station when you do that. Because a little bit of that money that you spend, that you're going to spend anyway, 
goes to this radio station, to the show specifically, to help keep us on the air, to help us keep changing people's lives, because that's the whole point of the show, and frankly, our radio station is just not just a business. It's a mission. Preserve our liberty, friends. So go to MyPillow.com and use the PC23 promo code, PC23. Those are the initials of this radio show, Political Coffee, PC23. And get all these incredible discounts. Go to MyPillow.com, PC23. Let's go to Curtis, former mayor of Willamina. Curtis, good morning. Morning, Jeff. Hey, we have two opportunities to come out and support uh, being against the payroll tax uh, tomorrow, October 27th, from 3 to 6 at the Rite Aid parking lot near Marion Street and Commercial Street. Uh, Petunia will be out there. We will be with uh, Tim waving signs. Ask that you bring homemade signs. Also, Saturday, October 28th, which is the last uh, farmer's market time uh, for the year, we will be out from 8 a.m. to uh, 10.30 p.m. at the farmer's market waving signs, and you can have your picture taken with Petunia. Okay, again, when and where? Uh, tomorrow, October 27th, from 3 to 6, at the Rite Aid parking lot near the Marion Street and Commercial Street uh, with Petunia. Uh, Saturday, October 28th, from 8 a.m. to 10.30 to um, uh, there at the Farmer's Market. Uh, it's the last Farmer's Market uh, week there for the year. Okay. Folks, opportunities, one of the latter opportunities to stand in support of repealing an unnecessary tax. In fact, uh, Curtis, you had sent me something earlier uh, about... The uh, mayor is uh, calling uh, scare tactics on the fact that they won't have enough money to keep the homeless people warm this winter and we're having some cold weather. Uh, My suggestion is why don't we do our part and take care of it and go give some blankets out instead of having the city do the, do do what they do. We can do a much better job. Yeah, I, that's a that's a great idea. Churches ought to be doing this. Civic groups ought to be doing it. As individuals, we ought to be doing it. The other thing that that I would say is, well, let, let's see. You're on track, City of Salem, Mr. Mayor, to have a nine million dollar budget surplus this year. Why don't you use, you, you're telling me, Mr. Mayor, you can't use some of that surplus that wasn't in your budget? You can't use some of it to keep warming centers open? You've, Mr. Mayor, according to Councilwoman Julie Hoy, and your own official documents have doubled your reserves in the last 10 years. You're telling me, Mr. Mayor, you can't use a little bit of that money from doubling your reserves as a city to keep homeless shelters and warming centers open? Really? It's absurd. It lacks complete and total logic and reasoning. It's another reason, folks, for you to join Curtis and Petunia tomorrow and Saturday. Jim writes an email. You want to send me an email, by the way? It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And Gary, hang on. I'm going to get to you in just a second. I promise. Um, the email is about Mike Johnson because 
the Democrat leader says Mike Johnson wants to criminalize abortion care and impose a nationwide ban, which is a lie. Mike Johnson was one of the chief architects of trying to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. No, he wasn't. Mike Johnson also wants to end Social Security and Medicare as we know it. Those are extreme views. He says, oh, I just love the rhetoric, Jim says. And he says, they better not muck around with Social Security. Just fix the blank problems and quit giving away the store. Amen. Oh, and by the way, nobody's going to muck around. Let me tell you, with Social Security, ain't going to happen. Or Medicare. Now, when Jeffries says they want to end Social Security and Medicare as we know it, if they make any slight little change, they'll say, you're, you're ending it. It's a lie. And everybody knows it's a lie. Just like the city of Salem saying, hey, we don't have enough money for warming shelters. You do, too. You've got a budget surplus. You're lying. Stop it. Back in a moment with Gary. Your phone call. 503-589-1220. Also, the new movie Police State is coming out. Should KSLM host a screening at the Honky Talk? Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's nine minutes before the top of the hour. Yes, the new movie from Dinesh D'Souza, the documentary Police State, is coming out. Watch a trailer on it at policestatefilm.net. This is about the tyrannical, heavy-handed government, the FBI, the DOJ. So how about if we screened a, showed the movie like we did his, you know, 2000 Mules movie at the Honky Tonk? Would you guys support that? Would you come? I think it'd be a great idea. I'd love to do it. What do you think? Doug writes an email about the gunman shooting spree. Let this be another obvious reason to carry the great equalizer. Ladies especially. How many victims carry a gun? You've seen how gun control works. Remember Hitler, Mao, Stalin, Pol Pot? Disarmed victims don't return fire. Once state protective services, i.e. police, shoot everyone as criminals and society falls through that totalitarian trap door, we are done. And Nancy says, screening of police state at Honky Tonk? Yes, please. Too far to go to Eugene, and I won't go to Portland. Would pay to see it there as well. Okay. Amanda, take note of that. Maybe we ought to get a copy of it and just put that together quickly, get a sponsorship or two for it. Um, Yeah, I know. Thank you, Amanda. Amanda, listen, she's on top of it, folks. All right. I said I would go to the phone, so I got to be true to my word. So let's go to Gary. Gary. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. We both got great uh, great games coming up this weekend. We do. Uh, got to win. The Ducks are uh, number six, and the Beavs are number 11 in the, uh, the AP poll. Oh, well, I thought we were eighth or something, but anyway. Nope, nope. Uh, got to win to, to get, got to win to get your respect and uh, yep, winning up right. in uh, 
Salt Lake against Utah is a tough place to play. So is Arizona. So, yeah, should be a great weekend. Hey, Mike Johnson, what a pick! Uh, This guy, uh, from what I'm gathering, solid Christian, uh, solid MAGA. Uh, He supported or he defended uh, Trump in the impeachment hearings. Uh, this guy is their worst nightmare. Uh, thank you, uh, Darima, for voting the right way. Um, she made some mistakes, I think, before, but actually this guy <clears throat> is going to be harder to vilify than, uh, than uh, Jim Jordan was. Because Jim Jordan, you know, he's a great guy, but, you know, everybody uh, knows who he is, and uh, he's been vilified by the left for a long, long time. Yeah, he has. Um, I, I got to tell you, I, I think your assessment of that is absolutely correct because this guy is what's called a backbencher. He's never been out front, doesn't lead a committee. He is brilliant in how he questions people uh, on committees, especially government folks. I mean, he's a brilliant guy, but he, more importantly, he is humble and he's very likable. Well, and I think but the point that you just made, the back the backbencher – Nobody knows. <clears throat> I mean, this is this is the America story, where somebody who nobody knows uh, gets a chance uh, just by the way this system is set up to where you can become Speaker of the House from nowhere, and that's the beauty. I mean, his father died as a fireman in a in a, a fire in an accident. He suffered for many, many years after this fire, uh, and uh, and then finally died right before he went to, uh, went to the house. Like three days before he went to the house, he told the story in his speech. Uh, this is the American dream story. It is, and it is going to be fun to watch him live out the courage of his convictions. It doesn't mean he's not going to have to compromise, and we may not always like it. But I one am- final point. Yeah, go Being from Louisiana, he knows oil. He knows energy. And nobody yeah. is bringing that up. Uh, energy has been vilified by the left for decades. And we need somebody to speak up and say, energy is the root of the economy. And we've been trying to destroy the economy by destroying the energy industry. Well said, Gary. Go Beavs. Go Ducks. Talk to you later. Uh, before I go to Art, there's an Oregon Catalyst story, folks. I got to put this on your radar screen. You need to read it. The Oregonian warns about Hindus and Christians. Yes, Hindus and Christians being what? Nationalists. That we could be radical. Huh? You know, This sounds an awful lot like the news media back in its day that defended the crown against its tyrannical operations against us in America, our forefathers, who chose to lay it all on the line in the Revolutionary War. Yes, those dangerous people who believe in liberty, in nationalism. Hmm. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning, friend. How are you? Oh, doing okay, Jeff. Yeah, little grandson got COVID in the hospital, 
but he's going to be okay. Uh, you know, the COVID's still there, and we need to be very aware of it. Uh, but, you know, uh, they did a good job at the hospital, and he's over the hump. Now all he has to do is heal. But what I wanted to comment on, Jeff, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Now, we know that, so we need to be in t- on top of our game. Uh, this guy from Louisiana, you know, God was in charge there, and we ended up with the right person. However, we got to give him the support by holding our representatives, Cliff and uh, Dreamer, uh, into doing the agenda that we need taken care of. There's a lot of important issues, and we must hold their rear ends to the fire and make sure that they're supporting good issues and doing what they're supposed to do is representing us. Uh, You know, we put pressure on them, uh, and finally the right person got selected. But it's our job to make sure that they work for us, just like it's our job to get Oregon straightened around because the Democrats have been in charge too long, uh, the system's rigged, uh, and, of course, the special interests, uh, you know, basically control everything. Uh, and we got to stop that. We got to make yep. sure. Yep. That right. And it's only and it's up to us, Art, to do it. Well said. Got to let you go. Thank you, Art. God bless, Jeff. Um, Linda writes an email. Says, "Let's loving this new speaker. Let's hope this so-called backbencher demeaning handle can live up to all the praise and have a lot of it in my heart for him. You know, the evils are after him already. We have to support him." I want to ask you to call Lori DeRemer's office, Lori Chavez DeRemer's office, or email him and say thank you for voting for this man. Now get to work and work nonstop to get the budgets done. That's what I told her to do. I ask you to reinforce it. See you tomorrow to be Freedom Friday. Talk to you then.